Welcome to HQ Wave Radio. I'm Francis. And I'm Alana. And this is a show about two best friends. Welcome back, listeners. Today we've got a very special episode. If you guys might remember, back in April we had a special guest on, Catherine. Yes. And she introduced Alana to some goals for for improving her life, improving yeah. her lifestyle. In fact, we are calling this um, segment, or this series rather, Improving Alana Day by Day. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise or, known as the goal series, uh, related <laughs> to specifically my goals. Correct. Uh, not Francis' goals. Francis is perfect, as we all know. <laughs> but Alana could use some work. And I'm the Alana in that scenario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not the Alana. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> um, so, just as a refresher, could you give us those goals? Oh, God. <laughs> let, yes, let me look it up real quick. So unprepared. <laughs> maybe we um, have a goal for, like, uh, HQAF. Be ready for the episode. Be re- yeah, maybe. Uh, hold on. But we do have it saved. Let's just be clear, listeners. We are good enough that we do have it saved. In um, my phone, so these were titled "Adulting at Full Capacity Goals." Thank you, Catherine, for that great. Oh my title. gosh! And it's like, hey, throwback to our last episode where we talked about your, your... <laughs> how my brand is being an adult. I know. <laughs> wow, a full yeah. circle. Yeah, I know. Oh my god! Actually, I, I love the yeah. continuity between our episodes. Me too. Oh my god, we're so good at this. <laughs> we definitely plan this out. Okay, so. One goal is take time to learn about your goals before you start them from people that you admire that are already doing it, i.e. stand-up comedy, musicians, podcasts, but not influencers, all caps. Thank you for that. Um, The second one was listen to one podcast that is not HQAF Radio. Uh, Another goal was focus on the parts of your relationship with your mom that bring you strength and move away from the things that give you weakness slash exhaustion, i.e., Run a Google check on at least half the facts she tells you. Uh, Another goal was only connect with people on LinkedIn that you have interacted with professionally. Get your gold star by just completing your damn profile. (laughs) Uh, Another one is find an adult, a dentist for adults, all caps. And then the last one is, as you continue to grow professionally, consider buying fashion sneakers slash non-athletic shoes to wear to work daily. Hmm. Um, really great goals, really <laughs> great, you know, view of what I need to do in order to feel like I was successful this year. <laughs> well, so um, let me ask you this, because so like, yeah. I know, but I want our listeners to know. So wh- right. why do you feel like these goals are valid? Uh, I mean, because they're all true and things I need to work towards. <laughs> I, I mean, do you, why do I feel I should give them, like, why I should work towards them? Oh, right. Yeah. Like, so, like, for instance, I could be like, hey, your goal for this year should be, like, killing two cats. Whoa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know you know yeah. what I'm saying? That I mean, I guess be... you're right. Yeah. yeah. Like, why? I, I guess because when you look at... Uh, goals like maybe wear shoes that aren't gym shoes to work like that's valid because <laughs> I probably shouldn't wear gym shoes yeah um and you know I should probably find a dentist for adults or to I think Catherine's end when we even discussed the goals on the podcast she said you clearly 
have so much anxiety going to this dentist for children. <laughs> like, why don't you just go to a dentist for adults? Like, yeah. you, you'd feel better, they'd feel better. Like, it sounds just like a weird situation <laughs> for everyone involved. Yeah. You know, and you know what I like about you is, like, I think you're very self-aware, but you're also, right. like... <laughs> In a bubble of your own bullshit. Yeah, exactly, right? Like, <laughs> yes. like the reason why you're anxious is because you know it's a kid's like dentist, but yeah. you continue to do it anyways. Right, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, if you weren't self-aware, then you wouldn't know that it was something that had to change. Right. Yeah. Like, I have self-awareness, but I don't choose to actually do anything to make my life easier. Right, and it takes a list, like the one Catherine made for you yeah. to kind of, like, exactly. yeah. And a podcast in which to record and... And to grow as a person. <laughs> I completely agree. Yeah, well, I, yeah. I, I agree with everything she's listed. And I'm glad yeah. she's added, like, a little bit of the feminine touch, like the shoes thing and, yeah. uh, and your mom. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think Catherine, despite the fact that I'm a millennial and I grew up semi with the internet, um, it, you know, it's just so interesting to me that I'm... A, a fully grown adult, and I still am just now learning to, like, run a quick Google search on certain things that don't make sense to me, when, like, Google has existed for more than half my life. Right, and, and how long like, How long have you had your phone? <laughs> right, exactly, yeah. yeah. And I, I've had a smartphone for a while, so it's just so interesting. And actually, the, the Googling uh, of my mom's facts, specifically, is something that we're going to be diving into a little bit today. So we've talked about your mom a lot. Like yeah. I think your our listeners are very in tune with who your mother is. But for those who are now just listening, <laughs> like I, I, let me give them like a like a brief overview, and maybe you can like chime in if you you think that's if there's something that, that needs to be added. But if I can describe your mom in one world word, she's a whirlwind. Yeah, she will literally come to par- a party. Like she'll come to a party late. She'll stay for, like, 15 minutes, and she'll leave, and she'll be all anyone can talk about, like, 10 years after the fact. Because, like, she's just a ball of energy that cannot be contained. She has no rules. Like, she cares. She gives no fucks about social etiquette or anything. (laughs) She really doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) There was a time when Chris came um, to... to, her house, or to your dad's house, rather, and she was there, and we were celebrating Harley's birthday, so he made Harley a cake. Yeah. And long story short, um, the candles that we put on the cake were actually trick candles, and they wouldn't go out. Yeah. And so Harley and Lydia were, like, blowing at this cake, (laughs) ash all over the cake, until we finally figured out they were trick candles, put the candles out. Lydia, like, not missing a beat, takes a knife and scrapes the icing off of all the cake and she's like don't eat that that's chinese made candles all the chemicals will kill you yes <laughs> like, damn that is one thing about my mom is that my mom has believes wholeheartedly about these theories and i wouldn't call them conspiracy theories i call them more like wives tales because they don't really yeah, make like, sense. She but... didn't know, like, and we didn't actually tell her in the in the moment that they were trick candles. Yeah. She assumed that they were Chinese made. Right, and yeah. that it's just, like, Chinese chemicals and they're out <laughs> to kill us. And, and that is, um, yeah, just some of the things that my mom knows, like, the knowledge. I assume it was told to her by someone else. Like, such is the nature of wives' tales, old wives' tales, but just... 
I just don't know where some of them originate from, but I, I guess we're going to go through that today and, and figure it out together. I don't know. <laughs> she has some weird theories about stuff, and she lives by it, like, wholeheartedly, doesn't bat an eye, yeah. doesn't run a Google search herself on anything, because she is very... You know my mom. Yeah. She very much believes that she knows 100% what she believes, and that's kind of... It's her way or the highway, like, right. I don't know. Well, and so, could you describe uh, for our listeners your, what your relationship with your mom is? very complicated. I mean, I love her to death. She is amazing. She's a total character, but she is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> she is so much. And, um, but she is very hilarious. Anyone I introduce to my mom remembers her and, uh, also says, I now understand why you are the way you are, because I do get a lot of, a certain aspects of my very like strong characteristics I, I would say are from my mom because my dad is definitely like more reserved and kind of laid back yeah so the most ridiculous parts of me come from my mom and I appreciate that from my mom because it's it is very funny and it means like they're very distinct attributes to have as a person yeah um but it does mean I, I lack certain things like chill and you know <laughs> understanding uh, understanding patience and just certain things but yeah. Um, yeah, my mom is, like, very loud, very Italian, and, uh, very impatient, um, and just, yeah, is really a force to be reckoned with. Oh. I just would recommend you don't. Like, you just move out of the way, because she's gonna <laughs> keep going. Uh, yeah, no, I'm like, I will say that I, I appreciate that I'm in her highest regards right now. Like, I, oh, like, yeah. I, I don't think I would ever want to be somebody that she, like, just rips apart, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Currently, Francis is regarded to uh, by my mom. Although this is not news to yeah. you, you know this. You're the favorite child in my family. <laughs> well, before but... before she like when I first met Alana, she thought I might be a serial killer. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> which I casually mentioned the first time I met Francis, which is a little odd. Um, but thankfully, Francis uh, pioneered forward in exploring a friendship with me. But my mom has referred to Francis as my most important friendship. Of my life, um, and yeah, which I would totally agree with, obviously, <laughs> because Francis is great, and he's awesome, and um, yeah, she, well, I mean, you're so important that she doesn't want me to take up any of your time, <laughs> which we've also <laughs> talked about on the show, like, her whole, like, she loves you so much that she doesn't want you to be burdened by my presence <laughs> and my friendship. Yeah, and um, so, and so, so now you guys understand how complicated <laughs> yeah, yeah, my mom is. There's yeah. a lot of complications. Before this episode, Alana compiled a list of things that her mom had just casually told her. Yeah. Um, how many things did you take down? Six. Six things? Yeah. And have you already Googled them? No. I was waiting for the podcast, okay, actually. Okay, great. I, <laughs> yeah. I, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, so I've got my phone ready to, okay. to Google. Alana's got her phone ready to, <laughs> yeah, to, to, to read off. To reveal the um, facts. So we're going to go through it and... Uh, Google analyze each one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the first one, I guess I should preface this that a lot of my mom's old wives tales or advice or things that she lives by are very much health related. Just to preface that because, you know, there's going to be a theme. So the very first one is to never sit in front of AC, so air conditioning, with wet hair because you'll get sick. Okay. And that includes, like, 
don't go out if it's the middle of winter, you just took a shower, and then you go out to the bus, or you go out to your car, like, any amount of time with wet hair in the freezing cold, you're gonna get sick. Just point blank. Okay, so... So we are currently commencing I'm the gonna Googling. Google, should I sit in front of an AC <laughs> with, with wet, wet hair? hair. <laughs> Surprisingly, it's not a very popular uh, search. Popular Google, yeah, Googling. Okay, um, can air conditioning make you sick? Oh, okay. No. What causes um, colds? Will going out with wet hair really give you a cold? Oh, There's perfect. how stuff works. There's even an entire article. So... Being cold... And wet does not <laughs> cause colds. You also won't catch a cold from going outside without your coat, although you what? probably feel very chilly. And you won't catch a cold from going to bed with a wet head, even if the air conditioner is running <gasps> at full blast. Wow. So, which actually debunked. Yeah, Harley has told this to me multiple times. <laughs> told, told you these facts? Oh, told me that you can't just get sick by being cold. Like, you have to actually... <laughs> be um like, like around a sick person yeah around a sick person it'll like lower your immune system or something but it won't just like insta insta sick which actually harley is related to this next fact okay um so once upon a time harley and i went on a walk in the middle of winter as we did and we were coming back up did the you, hill did you have wet hair uh did not have wet hair <laughs> but so harley is a very internally hot person he sweats more than anyone I've ever known. He's just, like, a very hot person. And so when we go on walks together, even in the middle of winter, like, he'll have a coat on, but he'll have the jacket open because he just gets too hot and he gets yeah. sweaty. So my mom says to not go on a walk in the winter with your jacket open or else you'll get diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that's how that came up. And Harley, to this day, will still wear a coat zipped up when he's around my mother, because otherwise she will tell him, you're gonna get diarrhea. Watch out! The diarrhea is coming, and it's gonna get you, because the wet is on your chest, and the wind is gonna hit your chest, and you're gonna just, it's gonna go straight to diarrhea. <laughs> no, I don't understand. But yeah, can you see if, like, sweating in the winter will cause diarrhea? Diarrhea, or like sweat, <laughs> cold, and diarrhea. I don't know. It's a trifecta of what's happening. Okay, I um, I'm googling. Will I get diarrhea <laughs> if I wear my jacket open? <laughs> oh, thank God. But you didn't mention that it's cold. What happens? Um, what? Oh my God, it's true. Why do Chinese people believe that cold <laughs> air on your stomach? Hold on. Oh. Will cause diarrhea. What? what? Oh my god! Stop! <laughs> That's so funny. There are others. There are others, dude. Um, hold on. Hold on. This is a long article. I'm trying to get you. Uh, can um, cold air? I'll I'll double Google. Cold uh, air cause. So there's can cold air cause chest pain? Can cold air cause asthma? No, I'm looking for diarrhea, good sir. <laughs> okay, so a lot of people. Uh, this is because a lot of Chinese people believe in traditional Chinese medicine, uh, most of which is a lot of nonsense and has never been based on anything um, like rigorous scientific testing. A good example of this is acupuncture, something that unfortunately has spread even to the West. 
-hmm. China never developed science as we know it in the West, which is simply a process-driven way to explain natural events focused on testing and predictability. It sounds um, like they're being kind of racist, but okay. Yeah. Oh, wait. Wait. Okay, hold on. I found cold weather and diarrhea. Don't forget ursinosis. What is... That? I mean, it's from 2012, so... MD Edge. MD Edge sounds legit, maybe. The, um, oh, there's a lot of uh, scientific stuff here. The genus Ursinia includes 11 species. Three species are associated with human disease. Um, hmm. yeah. yeah, let's just scroll down to the diarrhea part. Um, yeah, I don't know. So no, this was, is this oh. is about yeah eating something. Oh, okay. Whoops. Yeah. Oh well. So I guess I think I it's, think it's not, debunked. It is debunked, right? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, the same thing. Why do Chinese people believe in cold air on your stomach? So stomach problems in winter. Um, stomach problems in winter. Okay, the digestive system can be a source of considerable illness in winter. People eat the wrong foods and don't rug up. That doesn't... Oh, say cold food can be avoided to reduce stimulation. Uh, yeah, all of this is just saying that... So since immunity decreases with the cold temperatures, we should also be aware of infectious digestive ailments with typical symptoms like diarrhea and vomiting. But this is the same thing but, as before. <laughs> right, and what we were kind of saying, which is that the cold reduces your immunity, but it doesn't like specifically mean you're going to get... Diarrhea, diarrhea just from that. Yeah. 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 So debunked. Yeah. Would we debunked. Agree? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um Wow, there's a lot of stuff about winter. <laughs> so this next one is don't walk in the winter, and we're talking like in your apartment, your house, you're not outside, without socks on, or else the cold will go up your leg and attack your kidneys, or you will have weakened kidneys. <laughs> Specifically, attack your kidneys. Yeah, and my mom has said, Alana, we you specifically come from weak kidneys. Like my grandmother suffered from kidney stones. My dad has since had kidney stones. So she's like, you better, you better wear your socks when I'm indoors. <laughs> like I'm indoors in my apartment. She's like, the cold air from the the floors will just go right up your leg. <laughs> go to attack your kidneys. You just you're going to have kidney problems or you're going to weaken your kidneys. It's a whole thing. Okay. Um so I I uh didn't know what to google, so I I wrote, "Should I wear socks to strengthen my kidneys?" <laughs> and I, I guess um the first article uh that showed up is the five surprising ways you could be damaging your kidneys. Oh, okay. From Huff Life of Post. Um, I guess I can read through them real quick. Reading, using painkillers for a long duration of time. Jesus. Um, smoking cigarettes. Mm -hmm. Eating and drinking lots of sugar. Exposure to contrast dyes commonly used in imaging. Okay. And then consuming high sodium foods. All right. So nothing about cold feet though. Nothing about cold feet. Wait. Um, oh, has no experience, no. Uh, oh, so whoa. I'm biting it. Whoa. <gasps> what? Hold on, I'm, oh I'm just seeing something here. Proper yes. foot care is essential for anyone with chronic kidney disease. 
Though it might seem like just another thing to put on your to-do list, foot care can quickly become part of your daily routine to ensure you are keeping your feet healthy. One. Well, so hold on. Hold Wait, on. are you keeping your feet healthy or your kidneys healthy? <laughs> I'm so confused. Right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, why don't we... So... Also, it's like from a place called Satellite Health. So <laughs> I don't... Like, maybe it's not reputable. God, Mom, you have very specific fucking... So I'm finding a lot of stuff that says, like, 10 signs you may have kidney disease, which say one of the symptoms is your ankles and feet are swollen, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the cold is causing said kidney disease. Yeah. Uh, uh, what hurts kidneys, right? Or, like, what is bad for your kidneys? For your kidneys? <laughs> Are bare feet bad for your kidneys? Yeah. Always wear shoes. Um, hold on. So, ten habits. Yeah, all of this is just, like, not drinking enough water, or eating too much meat, or too much sodium. Yeah. I, sitting I, still. I would say probably debunked. I think so. Yeah. What can damage kidneys? Smoking. Alcohol. <laughs> Cold feet. The, <gasps> no, I'm just the, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think debunked. Debunked for sure. God, it's such a specific thing for my mother to, and she lives by it, and she will berate me if she sees me without socks in the winter. <laughs> but it, yeah, I just debunked. I mean, yeah, it's so. Weird. Have you have you believed it though? How do you wear socks around your own apartment? Well, I don't know if it's a belief thing, but I do feel well. It gets really cold in my apartment, so yeah, yeah I wear it because it's cold, and yeah, like I, I, I want to be comfortable. But then, too, even if it wasn't cold, and when I lived with my mom, it was just one of those things where I would want to appease her because she was just a lot. Yeah, and she still—I hear her, you know, as of this year, bitching at my brothers for not wearing socks or not wearing slippers around the house, like around on Christmas Day. Like, what are you doing without socks? God damn it! <laughs> your so, kidneys, your fucking <laughs> kidneys. I'm just looking out for you, kids. You come kidneys not on my side on your father's side yeah um so here's one that's not food related okay and you'll hear more about it in our next segment so this next one is really interesting and uh different it's not health related so once upon a time harley's car alarm was going off just randomly inexplicably and sometimes his car will just do that even as recently as two weeks ago our neighbor left a note saying did you know your car alarm was going off all day what the heck and uh you know sorry dude we go to work i guess you don't that must be nice but anyway um and, and it just randomly turned off like it'll just go off for a while and then it turns off and so my mom hears of this and she goes oh Harley's car alarm is going off because his battery is not from the manufacturer. It came from a third-party vendor. Like, you know how sometimes you can... So he drives a Hyundai. Yeah. Like, if you take it to a shop, they don't necessarily have a battery, a car battery from, like, Hyundai. They put in a different battery. And so she was saying the reason why the alarm was going off was because it wasn't a Hyundai battery. It was a third-party battery. And that's why it makes the car alarm go off. I feel like like this is a um, a question you bring up to like a legit podcast that will like research right, that a car show. 
<laughs> yeah. Here we are in Google, our Google machine. Here we are with Car Talk <laughs> with uh, Francis and Alana. So what, what do I what do I even search? Um, does will my car <laughs> alarm go off because... randomly <laughs> if my car battery isn't from the same manufacturer yeah. as <laughs> my car. Yeah. Brilliant. What's it say? Oh, here's here's one from oh. Garden Web. Car, okay. car alarm keeps going off by itself. Why is this on Garden Web? Yeah. Um, okay, so there's this guy. He posted online. His car alarm keeps going off. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to look up stuff here. Yeah. Sounds crazy, but it might be a bad light bulb. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because battery is from... Um, This one says, you could pull the fuses out one or at a time or disable the circuit breakers. Then it would at least pin down the offending circuit. Done that with my Crown Vic. Took it all weekend, but I found it. Ford couldn't find it. Turns out that it was a known problem covered under the warranty, but they couldn't take it in their notes. I therefore asked them to pay me for my time, but they wouldn't do it. Hmm. So I have a a couple of things are coming up for me. So poor connection of the hood latch. If the car alarm keeps going off even after cleaning the hood latch, the problem could be defective hood latch connection. Um... Also, so some other people said that it could be malfunctioning of the key fob or alarm remote. It could be a dirty or malfunctioning hood latch. Said, oh, different person saying it's the hood latch. Uh, low battery levels, corroded battery terminals. Um, that nothing about third party <laughs> vendors or oh. like. Oh, five essential things to know about car alarms. I'm into that. So. Active alarms, visible, oh, that no, doesn't those say are, anything. Yeah. Okay. Well, the point being, like, these are people that probably have some sort of mechanical experience. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> and your mom, who is not a mechanic, is like, oh, it's the car battery. Obviously, it's the car battery. Yeah, but not specifically the car battery itself, but rather where the car battery came from. Like, yeah. that's what the car is sensing and therefore going <laughs> off and, like, being very upset about it. Um, yeah, so, debunked? I'd say so, yeah. Yeah, definitely debunked. I mean, like, like, let's be honest, though. Some of these are really hard to Google. Yeah, uh, for sure. <laughs> no, I'm surprised, like, like some of what she said is, like, based off of actual myth. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the one especially about the cold and the diarrhea. That one kind of <laughs> threw me. Yeah. Or at least that someone had even brought, said that, Someone else has said this. Because that is the thing with my mom's series, is that they're so very specific. You yeah. know, it's not... <laughs> a commonly even asked question if these two things are related you know like only she is thinking about this yeah um so my next one is actually about food uh i think i feel like this one's going to be easy to google and debunk pretty quickly so eating burnt food is bad for you parentheses especially burnt butter it's like the worst thing for you burnt butter 
Yeah, so, okay, let's say you're making eggs in the morning, you want to butter your pan. So my mom is very much like, don't leave the butter on there too long, like, to the point where it gets brown, yeah. because then it's, um. like, burning, and burnt butter is so bad for you. Okay. And just burnt food in general. Like, if you burn your food slightly, like, don't fucking eat it, it's so bad for you. Oh, okay. She doesn't say it specifically causes diarrhea or anything, or kidney problems, <laughs> but she just says it's, like, bad for you. Okay, so what's so, the internet saying? So the internet, there's a question on Cura. Is burnt butter bad for you? I like to fry steak in a cast iron with a butter on high heat. Mm. Burnt butter won't add a nice flavor. Use clarified butter instead. Melt some butter in a pan. <laughs> <laughs> cooking advice with this is a lot of... <laughs> um, so this guy says, it's no worse for you than butter already is. If you're concerned about... <laughs> Burnt butter th- through a. Um, if you are concerned about burnt butter, though, a very simple trick is to oil the pan and get that hot, and then add the steak with butter just after. The oil oil will st- help stop the butter burning, as it won't have a direct contact with the bottom of your skillet. Yeah. But you still get the great flavor from the butter when basting. And uh, so I googled, "Is burnt food bad for you?" And the first thing that came up is that no one has established that it's. For sure, bad for you. Um, yeah, like, is burnt toast bad for you? Does burnt food give you cancer? Um, no one has found that it does. Like, it's not bad for you. Um, yeah, is being burnt bad? No. Uh, a Dutch... So, growing up in my house, eating burnt food was uh, par for the course. Even if you burned your toast, for example, it had to be consumed, otherwise, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, really? Um, That's disgusting. Yeah, this person didn't have great parents, I guess. (laughs) Back in 2009, a Dutch study was done that showed an increased... Whoa, hey, hold on. An increased risk of cancer in women who were exposed to... Wait, what? (laughs) Oh, which forms in fried... Wait, exposed to what? Oh, sorry. Exposed to chemical acrylamide? Acrylamide? Okay. Um, Which forms on fried or baked foods, especially when those foods are burned? Now, granted, this is a 2007 study. Yeah, and it's a single study. And it's a single study, and also everything else is saying um, no. no. <laughs> so I feel like debunked. Debunked. Right? Debunked. Yeah. So far, none, my mom is not. None of six. Yeah. Um, so the very last one, um, I also think or hope is a little bit easier to Google so, my mom has a theory about when... So, you have, let's say, a big physical injury or something happens where you need surgery. So, my mom believes you should have surgery in um, the summer... Well, I guess... Let me backtrack. You have surgery. So, she says you should stay out in the sun for 15 minutes every day and show, like, open... Put sunlight on the wound... Oh, after the surgery. After the surgery. Like, you should sit out in the recovery period, in the sun for 15 minutes every day, that the sun will help you heal. <laughs> and she also says it's better... So, the sun heals physical injuries. I literally have that written. And that's why it's better to have a surgery in the summer rather than the winter, and why the recovery period is much shorter in the summer than the winter, because you can have that sun exposure... And the sun is just really great. It's just like going to the Pokemon Center, man. Like, you just, you're going to heal up better. Um, so my mom says the, the winter is a really bad time to have surgeries, one. And then two, the sun will heal your injuries. 
Like, I'm talking open wounds. Like, I, my mom had two knee replacements and lived by this. Oh my gosh, is sun good <gasps> for wound healing? Whoa! Oh my gosh, my mom's not the only one. Is it true? Vitamin D is vital for... For wound healing and oh a number God. of other bodily functions, making sunlight a great source for overall improved health. However, however, overexposure to the sun's rays can be very harmful to the body, with potential to lead to skin cancer, mel- melanoma, oh, not to mention well. ocular deterioration, sun damage, and other complications. <laughs> right. It can even have a negative effect on wound healing. Oh, what? Well, yeah, if you stay out too long, is oh, what they're right, saying. Yeah. yeah. But my mom specifically says 15 minutes a day. So there is that. Yeah. What? Wow. Oh my gosh, my mom got one. I know. Wow. <laughs> what a surprise. Yeah. I almost didn't believe it. Um. I mean, that was like just from one random website, but you know. Right. Should I keep my wound out of the sun after surgery, says WebMD. Answer. Sunburn can darken a healing scar and make it more noticeable. <laughs> so, when you're outside and done, cover it with tape or put on sunscreen. That doesn't really speak to whether it heals the injury, though. Here's another one. Is there a healing power in the sun? Oh, okay. Yeah, what's that saying? Light therapy. Um... um nothing much. <laughs> Damn. Something about, like, if you're truly deficient in vitamin D, then yes, you will need to go out in the sun. <laughs> um, well, so... She got I mean, one. kind of. Yeah. Right? Yeah. How to speed up healing so you can get rid of that nasty scab. Reader's Digest, okay. Do you read this one already? No, you haven't, right? No, I haven't. Um, healing is a seriously complicated process, but there are certain... Certain things we can do or not do that can speed things up and reduce the chances of complications, including infections, whatever, scarring. So, okay, slap on a... Oh, oh, here's another one. Is sunbathing good for healing surgical wounds? Oh, yeah, that's... <laughs> Answer. That's... Sunbathing is not good for healing wounds. <gasps> oh. For, for, no. the sun, for the sunlight to reach the surgical wound, it would have to be uncovered. Wounds that are exposed to the air are likely to dry out. Wait, is your mom, like, literally saying, take off the bandage yeah. and show the wound um, to the sun? I can't remember if she did that. Me, I don't know, actually. Um, she may have, but she may have not. I'm not sure. Um, sutures act as conduits from the surface to the deeper layers of the skin. Bacteria can track down the sutures and cause a wound infection. Surgical <gasps> wounds need to be kept covered <laughs> to keep them clean. Ultraviolet light decreases the function of the skin immune system. Some inflammation is necessary for proper wound healing. Also, ultraviolet light slows down the production of collagen by fibroblasts and induces collagen breakdown enzymes. The... uh, I don't know how to say that word. Uh, Your mom was so close. I know. So close. We just kept Googling and then it didn't work. (laughs) Shit. Yeah, we should have stopped while we were ahead. Yeah, we really should have. I'd give her a... 50%? Yeah, a point five For that one question, but still, it's a point five out of six. (laughs) Yeah, it's not, it's not great. Um, yeah. How did you feel coming into this? I mean, I knew 
most of it would be debunked. I thought she would have gotten a little bit more correct. But you know, like, she, so it seems like at least two of the questions, two or three of them, like, seem based off of something that other people have said before. Right. So it's not like she's just pulling things out of the air. She's, like, at least saying things that she's probably heard before in her life. Right. Kind of going back to the whole idea that pretty sure that these are all old wives' tales. How much... From Italy. How, how much of it have you believed? Um, I mean, when I was younger, sure, I believed 100% of it. But since I've become older, definitely not a lot of them. I, and I would just do it to appease my mom, yeah. you know? Because I just... Uh, I don't... Well, I think the wet hair thing, I do believe. Or I have believed. Yeah. Even past, uh, like, becoming an adult. I, I was just thinking to myself, like, if I for some reason had my coat um opened and I had diarrhea <laughs> like <laughs> like sometime after I'd be like yeah. oh my god it was the coat <laughs> <laughs> it was the sweat and the cold air and my coat like there's so many factors that like led me to this horrible decision or situation I should say yeah I mean I um I think the only thing I really believed even past uh becoming an adult with the ability to make decisions for myself was really the hair thing. Like I would, I wear socks in the winter because my feet get cold easily. So it was never like, Oh my God, my mom, my kidneys are so weak. I just have to strengthen. I have to coddle them. I just never really subscribe to that. But the, the wet hair thing to this day, I will still not be seen with wet hair in the middle of winter. Yeah. Yeah, like, I will let my hair... Oh, but my I feel gosh. Like, I feel like that just makes you cold anyways. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's inconvenient. But I, it's even been where if I've seen someone with wet hair in the winter, I'm like, ooh, that bitch getting cold. <laughs> that bitch getting sick later. Okay. And she better not open her coat because she's going to get some <laughs> diarrhea. Get double sick. Cold <laughs> and diarrhea. What a fantastic weekend you're looking for, forward to, bitch. Yeah, I definitely judge people hard. Or I used to. Now I, like, won't. <laughs> um, I, wow. Okay. So how hardcore I still believe this theory was that I even very recently, well, yeah, I, you know, wash my hair. Now, Harley likes to have the AC blasting constantly because he's always hot, as I mentioned earlier. And so I thought, oh, I'm just going to let my hair air dry. I'm like, oh, man, but there's so much AC in this apartment. It's so (laughs) small and it's always blasting. What if I get sick? So I literally blow-dried my hair so that it would, like, not, yeah. So I wouldn't get a summer sickness. Uh, it's not even winter, but yeah, just something about it. It just always stuck with me. Well, well so now that we've done this um, exercise, yeah, how do you feel about that particular myth, but then also overall? Um, overall, I mean, I feel fine. I knew that a lot of my mom's stuff was probably fake, but... Uh, but are you going to be am like... Am I going to like air dry my hair? Yeah, are you gonna like change like to like change some of your habits, change the way that you you um, take in your mom take in your mom's advice? Oh, I'm not gonna say anything to her because she's very much a, like I believe what I believe, and you're an idiot for not believing otherwise, and she'll let you know about that. That but, diarrhea is gonna hit you, <laughs> and it'll come when you least expect it, bitch. Especially after a walk with your coat open. Yeah. It was because of that one day you did that, right? Um, 
I don't know. I think I'll still blow dry my hair because, uh, like you said, it's just like, I don't like being cold and having wet hair in, like, air conditioning is, like, not fun. It just kind of makes you cold and I don't yeah. like being cold. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I mean, certainly if I would see my mom later that day, I would blow dry my hair because then she'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> so, so some of it you do it for to appease, but not Very because you so. believe in the science yeah. or lack thereof. yeah. I mean, I know I don't use Google, but I know it exists and that most of what my mom probably projects out into the world as far as weird, crazy life lessons may not be accurate. I mean, my mom has a lot of great life lessons to share, but just those very specific niche ones, I'm just not sure, stand the test of time. Oh my gosh, does your mom, like, when she tells you these, like, little wives' tales, does she yeah. include it with, like, a personal anecdote? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she like, yeah, oh, there someone she knew who got diarrhea or got... <laughs> yes! Oh, no, I thought she was going to be oh. like... I, in my mind, she was saying... She would, she would be like, in my childhood, I op- once opened my coat in the window. <laughs> and I personally went through and diarrhea town. <laughs> diarrhea was so bad. No, but there is always, like, a case study. Like, oh, my sister's friend or my blotty blot got this, and now look at her. Oh, 100% she says that someone has been through something, and or that said scenario, and, and are, that's why. And are these people you know? No. No, they're from, like, her childhood. They're from Italy. Like, I don't know them. Yeah. Not at all. Or she'll theorize if someone gets sick. She's like, oh, it's because they had their coat open? Stupid bitch. I'm like, damn, mom, okay? <laughs> like, I'm not even joking. Or she'll see someone with wet hair. It's like, oh, yeah, and the next week they were sick. She's seen them. Look on their fucking face. <laughs> my mom. I don't know. She just creates a world for herself that makes sense. I mean, my mom's not delusional. She just has very specific beliefs about certain things. Yeah. As I think all people do. But she just very, very wholeheartedly believes some of these very kind of strange things. Yeah. 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 And, and so, like, the, I guess to Catherine's uh, original goal, you know, t- take what in, uh, take what um, gives you joy from your mother. Yeah. And then try to filter out some of the things that just don't make sense. Or, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like diarrhea and sweat and <laughs> not letting my hair <laughs> air dry. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I've grown from this experience. Yeah. What do you think? I, I, I think so, too. But I think even before that, you, um, even before this exercise, you, you've already come to, to, to figure that out in yeah. other ways. Um, yeah. But it's good to know that, you know, I can extend my Google searching uh, past these old wives' tales and, <laughs> and maybe integrate it more into my everyday life. Like when my mom tries to tell me to do X, Y, Z, just like take a second and debunk it for myself <laughs> so i better understand the path i'm going that's down. that's a great life lesson in general yeah looking at you trump supporters <laughs> yeah we <laughs> fucking are <laughs> that's it for our show folks i'm francis and i'm alana and you can find us on instagram at hqaf.productions we post every other week you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. And until next time, the, the best, best ship to sail on is friendship. friendship.